Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of Local Church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy this story. There's a small secluded spot called Sea Glass Beach on the Caribbean island of St. Kitts. It's tucked between monstrous mountains. The waves of the Atlantic Ocean crash against the rocks so powerfully that you can barely step into the water without feeling it suck you in. But during the, during the two years that I lived on that island, I loved to venture down to the patch of beach because the shoreline was covered with what I called treasure. Beautiful stones of blues, turquoise, greens, browns, and crystal clear. I'd bring a bag down the rope ladder and collect as much as I knew I could carry back up the steep incline. I'd never seen so much sea glass, and I'd never given it so much thought. It was beautiful, especially after the water washed over it. I wondered why this small beach collected all the sea glass on the island. I found out that the St. Kitts bottling plant was just a mile or so down the road. These perfect gems that I was collecting were once glass bottles that had been tossed into the ocean, shattered, broken, lost. My two years living on that island was full of adventure and growth and a time of eerie isolation where I believe God had tucked me away to spend time with him to prepare me. I learned about God growing up in church, kids camp, church plays, bedtime devotionals. Those were all places I'd met God through my life. But what I learned while living on that island was that to meet God was not to know him. Like going from an acquaintance or a shallow friendship to having it finally bud into a real relationship. So how did I land on that island? I'm from Ocala, and when I was 24, I married my high school sweetheart, someone I'd known since I was 15. A few years after we got married, we moved to St. Kitts together for an adventure of a lifetime, an adventure that God would have me start with someone and end alone. I had long days on the beach with time to kill. I found a Caribbean church, plugged into a small group, but still I felt God pulling me somewhere deeper. I just didn't realize it would take heartache to meet him there. So at the end of our time on the island, when we were only 29 years old, I was hit with the sudden news of my husband's betrayal and then abandonment, someone I had trusted for 15 years. There were days where I didn't know how I would even make it another hour. I was confused, angry, sad, and even though the days were so long, God was there every step of the way. It would take too long to tell you of all the people he placed in my life at just the perfect time and how those friends are still by my side today. I can't quite explain how it felt rebuilding my life, being back in Ocala, and the first time I got the courage to go back to my church alone. I purposely showed up late because I was too ashamed to walk in alone and divorced. I remember praying a pitiful prayer as I walked up to the door that day. God, please help me. It wasn't five minutes later that I was in the bathroom, stalling again because I was so afraid and ashamed, that two girls from high school that I hadn't seen in 10 years recognized me and asked me to sit with them. God even met me in my sneaky little plan to show up late to church that day. The details are too intricate and the feelings were too deep to articulate, but I spent so much time literally on my knees begging God to do something with this mess, to not allow me to be bitter from it. I felt worthless, I felt unseen, I felt so easy to walk away from and easy not to like or love. I genuinely hated every fiber of who I was. But then I realized that who I thought I was was just a wife. If, that, if I wasn't that, then I must be nothing, right? Well, slowly God showed me that my value runs so much deeper than that. 
If you've lost someone you love, or if something has been taken from you and you feel like you're nothing, I get it. But God showed me that being empty-handed is the only way I'd be able to hold on to him. And that's where I was, hanging on to him for dear life. Eventually, my pastor mentored me, and I began leading women's small groups. Then, after praying for an opportunity, a job in Indian Shores fell in my lap. And that's what brought me to St. Pete five years ago. Starting fresh where no one knew, knew me as my old identity felt weird and almost wrong. Now I was just me. And it was time for a new challenge in this new identity of depending on God. I bought my first house, and I happened to drive by a local church every day, wondering what this church was all about. And now here I am, meeting genuine friends who go beneath the surface. And this sea glass, I still have so much of it in my house. It's a reminder of one of the best times and the worst times of my life. But I also know that what once started out as a broken bottle with no use was tossed deep beneath the ocean for many years to form what's so beautiful now. And that beneath the surface part, the refining in the dark, that's where I spent many years. I think that's where God works to mend our broken pieces. If you feel unseen, in the dark, like you have nothing to offer, or maybe you can't see the light at the surface, I know that when you trust God, he can make something beautiful in that time of pain. The edges are smooth, there's no scars or marks, and it's precious enough for someone like me to journey down a hill to collect it. As for myself, I'm still not quite there yet, and sometimes I still feel like I'm being beaten by the waves, but what I love is that I have a community who shares their spaces of refinement as well. And when we take the step to connect with other believers in that way, there's nothing the enemy can do with that, and there's so much that God can.